We will begin today's press conference availability. First with Andretti Autosports, Alexander Rossi starting second in tomorrow's race. Talk about uh, how competitive it was, particularly with, uh, with Colton. Yeah, no, it was, uh, as, as per usual, a pretty competitive session. And um, I don't think we went into it expecting anything less. So uh, ultimately, we came up a little bit short. I think we were a tenth or two tenths um, off all session. So we'll have to look into that and see how we can improve for tomorrow. Joined also by Will Power. Believe it or not, this will be your worst starting position at, at Road America in third, previous first yeah. or second. Uh, let's talk about how you your your pace was and relative yeah. to the other two. Yeah, I mean we've just been hanging around the top four all weekend. I've never haven't been P one yet. Hopefully that's tomorrow. But um just yeah, a little bit short. P two was probably the best best thing best case scenario for us. Um but you know, happy to start in the first two rows. Obviously a pretty long drag down to the um first corner so um hopefully keeps us out of the mess and um can have a, just a solid day. Okay, we have questions. Arnie has a mic. Bruce? Alex, something you mentioned when you got out of the car that it's so competitive now that there's like, you got to be perfect. And just how much you had to go out there and lay it on the line several laps throughout the whole qualifying sessions. Just how demanding is that and how rewarding is it to get that perfect lap? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know there's any different here than, than other places. Um, there's just probably more dramatic camera angles and shots here than, than others. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you got to push every lap, and um, it's really no different today. I, I mean, I think we had a good lap in, in the first round and um, made some changes that, that maybe weren't ultimately the best, but regardless, we're on the front row, so we'll take it, and uh, we're ahead of uh, our championship competitors, so um, hopefully that's a good omen for tomorrow. Are these sessions as draining as a race? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, mid-Ohio, after you finish a lap, is pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, stressful. Joined also by Joseph Newgarden. Wolfgang, nice. question? Very nice. Uh, question for Alex. Um, before the qualifying, we had already three races. How was the grip level on the asphalt? Yeah, it was it was okay. I I was kind of surprised that the grip was as good as it was this morning, to be honest. Um, and then to see how quickly we went uh, in in the heat of the day this afternoon definitely shows that the track grip increased. So um, hopefully it's on a a trend that remains the same tomorrow, because I think tires are still going to be quite a big factor um, throughout the race. Joseph, uh, chasing both Colton Herta and Alexander Rossi through most of the day, how did you feel like your qualifying session ended? Yeah, I thought we were, you know, we were a third, third or fourth place car is what it seemed like right from the get-go. Um, I don't think we were as strong as, as these guys next to us. Um, you know, we didn't have a great Q3 lap. I think, I think we probably could have maybe pipped Will, but that's maximum, you know, is, is what we could have done. Uh, we just, we seemed stronger in the morning. We seemed to suffer a little bit more in the heat this afternoon. Um, but it's, it's tough to get it right. So, yeah, we got to work on the race now, you know, where, where we're at. I think we're, we're within striking distance of putting a good race together, and that's what we're going to focus on. But um, it's been good having Rev Group on this weekend. Obviously, they've got a great ac activation going with, uh, uh, with the first responders, active first responders um, that can come out to the track here for the weekend uh, for free. So it's, it's a very cool program. Great to have them on our, our car, and we'll try and do them proud tomorrow. And it looks pretty cool when it's 
your car with like the red banners in the background. Like that? It's pretty sick. I was, and the red tires as well. Looks nice. It's all lining up, yeah. you know. We'll see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> It'll be perfect. No. More questions for these three since uh, we'll have a crowded room shortly. Uh, Will had addressed this yesterday, so I'll, I'll exclude you, but you had talked about the push to pass and wanting something that was more of a, a, a no response system. So has push to pass kind of become obsolete and that it became push not to be passed and now everyone is just defending? How would you guys want to see IndyCar address that moving forward? Uh, I don't know that it's obs- I don't know that it's you know obsolete. Um, it's still a game that you're playing. It's still about how you manage it throughout the race. Um, I definitely get Will's point. You know, I think if you want, if you really want to increase passing, then then that's one way to do it is is to have no response of the car in front. Um, you know, you'll definitely see a lot more passing. Uh, but you got There's a fine line. I mean, you know, some people might look at that and say it's gimmicky. Um, I like that you have to manage push to pass throughout the race I, I, I find it to be an interesting thing for the drivers to, to manage throughout and um, it does does come into effect if you've used it all up and one guy behind you has a lot more then it will favor you towards the end of the race so it, I don't think it's a, uh, a no-brainer now where it's just evened up between everybody but yeah there are there are things that could increase the passing like that but you know so could a system like DRS and F1 I think that's sort of what it does so uh, there's two sides to it probably in that discussion same yeah i know honestly i agree i mean i think will has a valid point but um we pride ourselves on on the product that we produce on the track and and that's without any type of stages or or crazy things going on so i think that as always we can work on it and fine-tune it um i don't know that any of us have the exact solution though when uh the tourniquet came in as a rookie he was highly advertised but it kind of seems like you know, in some ways, he's exceeding his billing. What do either of you guys feel about how he's done so far this year? Those Andretti cars look good, is what I would say. Um, <laughs> but he's—it's not, he's, not an Andretti car. <laughs> oh, Harding. I'm sorry, Harding Racing. They're doing a great job. Um, but uh, no, I, it, it, that aside, he's doing—he's obviously doing a very nice job um, as a rookie. I think it—it's—it's uh, it's great for the ladder series to see that. You know, you see the proof of the ladder series that. Uh, team owners can look to that talent pool now and pull directly from it, which is, I think, fantastic. That's what you want. You know, we've we've had that over the last ten years, but it seems like there's more, uh, more proof recently that it, it's a successful product. Um, so he's done a great job. Really, 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 really on it. Looks like he's, you know, pushing his teammates every weekend, which is what you want to do as a rookie. So I'm sure he's he's thrilled with his performance right now. He's doing a really nice job. You're a ladder alumnus. That's great. I mean, you know, it's American talent. Um, I think we pride ourselves in having the best from around the world. You don't just want American drivers, but it's it's nice when you see young, talented Americans come through the system and, you know, have, have a good opportunity and, and find success. I think everyone likes that. Okay, I think... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's probably surprised, you know, a lot of people. I mean, other drivers in the paddock, you know, because we, we can't watch the... The Indy Lights Championship last year, I think Pat O'Wall was the guy everyone was kind of really looking at. But, um, uh, yeah, solid, solid jobs. Seriously quick, seriously fast. All right, we'll excuse uh, Will and Joseph, and we'll bring in Graham Rahal, Takuma Sato, and our pole sitter for the first time in the NTT IndyCar Series, Colton Herta. Lisa and Sweaty. Oh, that's not sweat, dude. That's not sweat. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Alex. We'll first uh, address the Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan drivers, because I suspect we'll get a lot of questions for the man in the middle. Graham, how was how was this uh, performance? A good bounce back from the way yesterday ended. Today, yeah, this morning. Or it was this morning already. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought we, you know, we had a for both Takuma and I, you know, to to make the fast six was a great recovery from where we were this morning. Um, not only myself, but with with Taku, like this morning, I think we both struggled quite a lot, and uh, you know, to uh, to recover that way, um, you know, both of us making it in the fast six was was impressive. I think the guys did a great job. The engineers have worked hard all year long, but you know, I think we've also recognized a little bit that uh, you know, we struggled. We struggled at Indy GP. We struggled uh, here to get going, and um, you know, just kept our heads down, and uh, and here we are. But tomorrow will be a pretty interesting day, and but to qualify up front here. Always makes life, you know, that much easier. So we're we're pretty happy with it. And Takuma, your strong yeah. season continues. Sure. I mean, for today, I mean, the Graham already covered pretty much everything. Um, but uh, you know, for me, the, the, the season's been so far. It's very strong, and uh, particularly for the you could say road course, we were very strong at the beginning of the season. Now, as he said, we struggled a little bit, but I think we came back and strong, which uh, makes us uh, quite uh, the positive uh, the feeling for tomorrow. Questions for Takuma or Graham before we get to the Pulse Center? Bruce? Graham, very big weekend for you, for your sponsor, for your dad, for his livery from 25 years ago. I mean, how important is it to be able to have a fast six? And then tomorrow, even better than that. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun for all of us, uh, you know, to be, to be a part of this, uh, not only you know, running the MGD car and the livery, but also with Honda. Um, they had a great performance here today. I think uh, four guys out of the top six is, is pretty impressive. Um, you know, but it's uh, it's also huge for, for Gail, for Manitou, who's been a partner of mine since before Colton was born. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I mean, since 06, I haven't done a race without them involved in, in my career. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's special for them being based, you know, 45 minutes from here. And, um, you know, this is, I mean, this weekend brings back a lot of, a lot of good. And, you know, we, lo we actually lost my cousin last year on this weekend. Uh, so good and bad memories, just kind of everybody coming together here. Uh, but uh, we're excited for tomorrow, and we're hoping we can have a really strong day. Chris? How difficult is it to manage the risk versus reward uh, of pushing that much harder for a qualifying lap, knowing that one little twitch on the grass could easily wipe you out? I mean, you you see everyone trying pushing really hard and uh, just to drop the one wheel wheel and then that's it. And uh, I think uh, three of us or six of us today here sitting, I think uh, minimized the mistake and still committed close to one hundred percent. And that's where we are. Jim, uh, Graham, he, I know records are meant to be broken, but he's broken a couple of yours this year. I think he became the youngest pole sitter. Well, also was your record. I was curious how you felt about that, but also the fact that you held on to those records for. Well, to be honest, I didn't know I had the pole sitter record. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the truth. Kathy said it to me after. To be, to be very fair, like, you know, the, the youngest winner thing was cool. Pole sitter doesn't really mean anything to me. I didn't know. So uh, it's, not that, it's not that special. But, uh, you know, still, I mean, Colt's done an amazing job this year. Um, I think tip of the cap to him, tip of the cap to the team. I mean, Andretti, I know the Penske guy said it before, but to me, the Andretti cars are the best cars this year. They've been the best cars everywhere. Um, uh, it's, it's impressive. It's really impressive when you look at the six of them, or however many there are. It feels like thirty of them. But uh, when when you look at them every every session, you know they're they're all you know right there. So uh, 
done a great job. Um, I, you know, I expect uh, uh, he's going to be here a long time battling out. There's a lot of good young guys that will be here a long time, you know, fighting to, to, to contend and fighting to win. But, um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't, uh, wasn't so sure. But, you know, records, I think that it's, it's a true statement that records are meant to be broken. And you know, there's been very few guys in, in my career that kind of came along that were, you know, as young as him, number one, but number two in as good of a position as he is. I don't think I've ever seen anybody in that position. And so uh, he's done an excellent job uh, fulfilling that, you know, taking advantage of it and making it happen, which says a lot, right? Because there's, there's guys that can go in good equipment and can't get it done. And uh, th there's a big difference here, too. I think Will said, let's let the, these two guys go and we'll get to the okay. man of the moment. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the top spot in qualifying, Colton Herdin from uh, Harding Steinbrenner Racing. Uh, first pole. I know it. Usually, you would get the first pole before you get the first race win, but you've done it in reverse <laughs> order. Uh, but but still a very big moment for you. You have to be very proud of that. Yeah, and and the guys have been working so well this weekend. The car's been on point every session. Um, well. Not completely true. I was actually I hated the car in the first session, but we slowly made uh, made ground and made it better. And uh, and and I think for sure we had the best car today, and it shows it. You had quite the battle with with Alexander, even though it was not at the same time. You actually had shared information beforehand. You've worked together uh, this weekend. It seems pretty well. Is that mm -hmm. the fact? Yeah, he uh, he helped me out quite a bit. Him and uh, especially Ryan Hunter Ray, being the uh, the experienced driver in the team, and um, obviously I can take a lot from them. Um, and and when I can, I try and give it back to to be helpful both ways. Okay, questions, Bruce. The uh, strategy that you used to look like you know you were stalking your prey in many ways. You had to wait in pit lane for him to complete his deal, and then. You methodically went out there and worked your way up to speed. That can't be something that's easy for a new guy to know how to do automatically. How were you? How did you learn that so quickly, and how difficult was that? Um, I think we've 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 been in the fast six quite a bit, and we've we've tried these different tire strategies, um, and and some were successful, some weren't, um, and and this time we we stayed solid on on not going out and just doing two laps on on our best set of reds, and um, and you know I've had plenty of practice this year to to do these one lap fast lap uh, type qualifying, so uh, you know I I don't think it was a lack of, lack of experience. I've had plenty plenty of experience from this year already. But they have that kind of patience to wait it out. Yeah, it's I mean. What can you do? You're just sitting in the car. <laughs> you can't start it up yourself and go. So, uh, But, no, we had a clear plan on what we were going to do, and, and I'm glad we stuck to it because it was the right one. Chris? Yeah, Colton, sort of along those same lines, the idea that you didn't like your car when you first rolled off the, the truck here and you were able to, to make it better in the practices. Does that kind of show either your maturity or how you're done with the team or maybe both of those things? Yeah, I think both. Um, I think part of it was also the tires. The tires are extremely stiff when we come to this track. They're hard compound tires just for the fact that we have to do four miles on them uh, every lap. And um, so, you know, when, when you have a hard tire and a green track, it feels even worse than a good tire and a green track. So a little bit softer tire and a green track, rather. Um, but, yeah, you know, it, it was tough for the first session. Uh, we were, like, 17th, 18th, so we were near the back. But... Um, you know, there hasn't been a racetrack that we've gone to that, that I haven't felt comfortable with the race car or the qualifying car. So I knew we could get there if we put our heads down and got to it. 
Patrick? Okay, I'm going to ask this because I got asked of me several times today from some fans. And uh, when are you going to cut your hair? And is results like this going to make sure that never happens? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That's not a superstition of mine. Um, why does everyone hate my hair? It's like, why does it matter? I don't get it. Your, co- your team co-owner cut his. Wow, that's his hair. I don't know. <laughs> I don't tell him what to do with his hair. Chris? Is there any kind of a coolness factor knowing that you got your first pole at a track like this that has been revered by many people in North American Oval Racing for a long time? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, in past experiences, uh, I don't know that I've had a, an amazing car here, and, and it's a lot more fun now driving an Indy car super fast and having a perfect balance race car. Um, but yeah, this is you know one of the best, if not the best, tracks in North America and the world. So um, to get it here, it's it's a hard track to nail because it's so long, and um, you know to have it that close at the end, two tenths, on some tracks might seem like a big margin, but around four miles, it's it's really tight. Bruce, before you came in, Joseph Newgarden was talking about how important it is that your rise into the series has been because it shows the value of the ladder series, the ladder system. Before today, Joseph has kind of been the epitome of of that. He came up through the ranks. Now you're doing that. How important is that to show that uh, you know these that you can climb the ladder and make it into IndyCar and become a star? Oh yeah, it's extremely important. Um, I think the main thing is just getting to see the tracks before you you get to IndyCar. You get to see most of the tracks you're racing on. on I think it's ten weekends of the IndyCar schedule, so you see most of the tracks. And, um, and, and the cars are actually pretty similar to drive. Um, Cooper does a good job with their tire, and it actually the balance of the car and the, the technique of driving it is, isn't too uh, far off. So I think that's why you saw you know, me coming into the series or, or Pato coming into the series and being able to be on pace right away because it wasn't super different, it's just faster. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, congratulations, first Cole. Thank you. Uh, during the qualifying, do you get a first indication how will be the traffic situation for the race tomorrow? Mm, I never, I never really got talked up underneath anyone. I think it's going to be similar to last year. Um, you're going to see a lot of moving of uh, positions, probably around the pit windows. Um, pit windows are probably going to be the same as last year, even though it seems like. Um, Throughout this year, maybe the cars are making a little bit better fuel economy um, on both ends, Chevy and Honda. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit of a fuel race. Like last year, you saw Dixon, he could save a bit more and he could go that lap longer. Um, it's better to go a lap longer. It doesn't seem like the tires heat up in time to, uh, to, to make an outlap and an undercut happen as well as an overcut. David? Um, you were saying how helpful your teammates have been. Uh, whose driving style do you, would you say you're most similar to? Probably Hunter Ray. Um, Rossi, <laughs> Rossi's wild. I'm sure you guys have seen his moments, um, and and his pedal map is is really weird. And there's a whole bunch of just weird things about his driving style that that shouldn't be fast, but for some reason it's extremely fast. Um, and even in the race, he drives the same, and he's not wearing the tires any more than anyone anyone else. So uh, it is quite incredible. But yeah, probably Ryan Hunter Any further questions? None from Robin. 
He's fast. All right. Thank you. Congratulations.